Uh, we'll start with uh, Nick O'Malley, followed by Jim McBride. Go ahead, Nick. There we go. Uh, hey, Bill, I just want to ask about uh, Christian Barmore's uh, development this season. What have you seen from him since he has arrived? And uh, it was look at the snap counts and he played the most out of any defensive lineman. What has stood out in terms of his play and in terms of him establishing himself as a guy that can be on, in on multiple downs and impact the game in multiple ways? Um, yeah, well, he's, you know, he's been out there every day. He's improved um, in every area. He works really hard. And um, he's got a really good skill set. I mean, he's big, he's long, um, he's got good playing strength and good quickness, um, runs well, you know, gives great effort. He's made some you know, good chase plays from behind. So, I mean, he's earned his way out there and he's done a good job in all situations. Thank you. You're welcome. Next question, Jim McBride, followed by Chris Ryan. Hi. Good morning, Coach. Hi, Jim. Uh, hey. I wanted to ask you about Kyle Duggar and just uh, his versatility, his ability uh, of thinking yesterday of, of being able to play near the box, but also playing coverage and, uh, you know, the depth he gives you at that, in that safety rotation. Um, yeah, again, Kyle's, you know, a very versatile player for us. He um, plays a lot down by the line of scrimmage, but can certainly also play deep and, and uh, you know, is a strong tackler. Um, you know, can blitz, you know, cover man-to-man. -man. So he's been able to use him in a lot of different roles. These offenses are uh, hard to match up against with the multiple tight ends we've been seeing every week. And I would say the difference in the tight ends, their skill sets, um, uh, to be able to, you know, just have one player to do that and not have to match up on each guy is a real, is a real luxury. So, um, you know, again, a young player that, that's gotten some playing time, but is still, you know, gaining a lot of experience and, you know, getting better all the time. Thanks. Next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Mike Reese. Morning, Bill. How are you? Uh, good, Chris. How's it going? Good. Um, I wanted to ask you about momentum in that you have obviously preached for years about the day-by-day, the -day, game-by-game type of approach, but what role do you think that winning um, and the type of momentum that comes with that allows for guys to be a little more engaged and enjoying themselves in their preparation that leads to success. Like, do you, do you believe in momentum in, in that sense that people change when things are going well as compared to when they're facing adversity? Uh, well, you know, all people are different. So I don't, I don't know that everybody reacts the same to everything. Um, but you know, whatever it is, win or lose, um, you've got to turn a page quickly and, and move on to the next challenge because it's those things don't don't carry too far uh, and they don't carry too far in a game either make a couple of bad plays you can lose momentum in a hurry so um, you know really try to just focus on each play one play at a time and each day one day at a time and make the most you can out of that opportunity and if you get caught too caught up in what happened in the past, you'll, you'll miss an opportunity in the future and think too much about what's too far ahead. You miss the opportunity that's in front of you. So that's what I've always tried to emphasize. But um, you know, certainly there's a, a positivity to winning and, and um, gives you a good motivation to come in and do the things that you did that helped you to win, to do more of them and, and improve. So. You know, that's a good thing too, but you know, we've all got to learn from our mistakes and, and we've had, you know, 
games go the other way that we've had to learn from those too. So I think that's, that's the NFL season. It's, it's a roller coaster. Uh, every team goes through challenges and ups and downs and deals with different things. And, and it's just part of it. And on the offensive line as well, what have you noticed from them over the last um, couple of weeks? You mentioned some of the penalties, obviously, you like to have back. But are they putting you in a, a place to, to win? Are they giving Mac um, you know, the time that he needs to, to make plays and uh, et cetera? Well, it's when you put the whole, you know, all five guys together, it's um, – and it's not going to be perfect. Uh, especially against a good defensive front and, you know, a, a team that, that gives as many multiples as, as the Chargers did yesterday. But, again, we've gotten better collectively um, and we've gotten better individually. Um, but so, again, each game is its own, you know, brings out its own challenges. But, I, you know, I thought overall we, you know, pass protected better than we did in, in some other games earlier in the year. But overall, offensively, our passing game wasn't as good as what it has been or what it could be or what it needs to be. So, you know, and that's a combination of, again, all 11 guys working together and coaching and everything else. So um, do we have enough time? You know, in some places we do, not every play. we got to try to develop more consistency and just overall more efficiency in the passing game. Thanks, Bill. You're welcome. Our next question, Mike, please, followed by Parker. So um, just going back through the game, um, the Chargers scored touchdowns on two of their first three drives. Um, as you sort of reviewed the game, what stood out to you that helped sort of the your defense maybe settle down or settle in a little bit? Because um, it seemed like there was more success defensively after that second touchdown drive for them. Yeah, well, not giving up big plays. It's that simple. 41, the 41 yard on the first 40, Yeah, 40 yard pass and a 70 yard run or whatever it was. But yeah, that's, those, those plays will they'll, they'll cost you points. And, um, and on the challenge. Yeah, we had chances on third down. We had chances on third down to stop both of those and, you know, they converted. Um, so, you know, there was more to it than that. But I mean, when you shorten the field by that much, it's, it's never a good thing for the defense. And um, on the challenge, how much were you looking at the right tackle? It looked like he had a pretty good hold on Kyle. On the was that sort of the thought process on throwing the flag on the challenge? Um, in the yeah, yeah, I, I I saw the hold on Kyle. I thought it happened in the end zone. I mean, I think it did happen in the end zone uh, on Norton. Um, the foul was called on um, on the guard, and so. You know, the play, again, I, I didn't really hear who the who the foul was on. Um, I saw it on Orton. I thought it was on Orton. So, obviously, that was, you know, a mistake that I made. Thanks for pointing that out, Mike. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to point out the mistake. I, I'm more interested because you've often said in the past, like, you can't hear the announcements. So, that's, a, yeah. you know, you've said that to us. Yeah. No, it's my fault. I blew it. Next question, Mike. Uh, sorry, Phil Perry, followed by Zach. Hey, Bill. Uh, after we we spoke to you last night, we talked to Mac, and he said he felt um, like maybe he was going things a little bit too quickly, and that was maybe impacting the timing of the passing game. 
was there anything that the Chargers were doing that um, was just sort of throwing things off from a timing standpoint? It just looked like the connection between him and, and some of the pass catchers wasn't there in some instances. Yeah, again, as I said earlier, I think just overall we we need uh, we didn't have our best day as a team passing the ball uh, yesterday, and and we've had better days than that. Hopefully, we'll improve on that. And Bill, I could you just take us through the um, the other two timeouts that that you guys used in the the second half? There it looked like one was. Um, it looked like Christian was running off the field. And then the other it was hard for us to tell up in the press box, maybe what led to that. Could you just kind of explain those two calls? Yeah, I didn't think we were clean on a substitution and, and, uh, and the offensive timeout, the, you know, we, we didn't get away from the pile and the scrum after the play and, Honestly, there's no chance to get the play in before the 15 second cutoff. So, couldn't get the plan. Would you? Yes. Would you ever? Sorry, last one. I think both of those penalties are five yard penalties. In a close game like that one, would you ever consider taking a penalty just to hold on to the timeout for later? Yeah, I don't think any of one of those situations. I mean, you know, once you start giving up possessions, if you think a possession's worth a timeout, then I guess you could do that. Uh, I don't think giving up possessions worth a timeout. Couple final Thank questions, you. Zach Cox uh, and Henry McKenna. Hey, Bill, um, just want to ask you about the, the job Gunner and the punt return team did yesterday. It seemed like they were able to put you in some um, or put the offense rather in some good positions uh, with a few of those returns. Yeah, definitely. Gunner did a good job and, and so did his teammates. The other 10 guys that were out there um, did a good job of, of holding up the, uh, some of the coverage players and, and Gunner did a good job of handling the ball. We got outside. Uh, and created some some good field position for um, our offense. So sort of really um, again well executed team plays. Again, Gunner did his job, but um, so so did the guys that were that created those opportunities for him to to get out there. So it was, it was an excellent job by the punt return team. You know, we had a chance for a block, um, but returned the ball. You know, returned the ball well. And it always starts with getting the Gunners, and you know that was another obviously important part of the play. I and mean, without that, then you know, the rest of the blocking doesn't really matter. So um, getting the gunners, getting the interior guys, forcing, keeping pressure on the punter. And um, as I said, we were, we're very close on the on the block that we you know, just missed. So I thought that unit did a, you know, it definitely impacted the game. And last two questions, Henry McKenna and Dakota Randall. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, good morning, Bill. Uh, J Justin Herbert, after the game yesterday, was talking about the cover two defense that you guys ran and how it was a little different than things he'd seen from you this year, uh, that it was disguised as well. And uh, just it just took some recalibration for them. So I wondered for you, you know, how happy you were to see your defense run something that was sort of 
against trend for you and, and how well they did, you know, in stopping Herbert yesterday? Yeah. Well, I think our, our players generally do a pretty good job of that. Um, certainly Devin and, and uh, AP and Kyle you know, have a lot of experience back there. And, you know, when you high tower and uh, Judon, Van Noy and those guys playing at the end of the line, um, you know, we obviously try to not make it easy for the quarterback. Um, that's pretty much part of the game plan every week. You never want to just tell them this is what we're in and, you know, let them know where to go with the ball. We try to make them, make it hard for them to figure out, change up a little bit on them, make them read a post snap. So it's pretty, pretty fundamental part of our defense every week. Um, it might not be that coverage or, you know, a certain look, but somehow or other to try to keep the quarterback a little bit off balance. Um, either with his post-snap reads or if it's a team that checks plays uh, based on what they see prior to the snap, uh, then that's, of course, another reason to disguise it. Final question, Dakota Randall. Yeah, hey, Bill, I know you can't get into specifics, but I'm just wondering if you've gotten a sense for how active this trade deadline could be around the NFL. It seems like it's kind of been more quiet than it's been in recent years. Uh, do you expect the conversations to ramp up over the next day? And have you guys been talking to any teams? Yeah, I think this is the time of year that, um, you know, personnel departments always communicate with each other. And, and, um, and we certainly had, you know, probably the normal amount of communication, um, you know, with other teams that, you know, whether they have an interest in, in a player uh, or, want to exchange a player or maybe they have somebody that they are looking to, um, you know, if the right opportunity was there that they would, you know, trade that player. So yeah, those conversations go on. I've been in, we've had those where it's, you know, you talk for, you know, a week, 10 days, three or four days, whatever it is, and the situation's imminent and it never happens. And then uh, we've had other situations like the, other situations where it's two o'clock on Tuesday afternoon and something comes up and you end up doing it. So I don't think it really means too much today. Again, it's kind of normal to, to have some conversations. It's also fairly normal to, you know, Monday after the game from yesterday and maybe Tuesday morning for teams to maybe have a little different point of view than they might have had on Saturday or Friday or Thursday when you talked to them before that somebody got hurt the guy that was available they need to keep them or something happened and you know they need to feel like they you know want to just go ahead and move on from the player and so that's you know if the price is right and that kind of thing and uh same thing for us you know we're sitting here today and somebody could call and they lost somebody yesterday and say hey you know you have depth of disposition uh, we do trade so-and-so um, or not. So it's, uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. Honestly, I'm not too worried about that. Uh, you know, I think uh, Dave Ziegler and his staff are, they have most of the communications on that. They keep me informed if there's something that, you know, looks like it's might be moving or moving slowly in a direction, but, you know, we wrapped up the, the charger game and, you know, I'm, I've already, you know, spent quite a bit of time on Carolina, and that's really where I'm going to focus my time now. If something comes up, it comes up, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. Thank you. So, yeah, sorry. Thank I don't, you, Coach. I don't know much more than you do. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. All right, thank you.